Hey, this is Scott Thrower, the voice of Fook Wimbles on the show. We had a little contest on our Twitter, which is why you should follow at Caverns Pod, where people got to tell us their favorite moments from the uh, show. And the winner is Fat Hobbit at Old School CM, who really liked it when the Naga was wearing a vest in the game show as the game show host. So congratulations to you. Your name, Fat Hobbit, is going to show up somewhere in the episode. See if you can notice it. It's subtle because that's a name anyone could have. Uh, we'd also like to thank all of the other entries. Uh, you guys were amazing and international. There was one from Mumbai. Please stick around, enjoy the episode, see if there's a new favorite moment for you this week. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Last time. Agatha placed a bet with a lazy, all-seeing-eye bookie, while the rest of the party went to a bar to try to meet the Tudo Perpetual's players. Finnick, Fook, and Hank are standing in front of Beeston's boarding house, which is a three-story stone building that looks like the homiest sports pub you've seen this side of the pennant race. It's right across the street from Tabor Hill Grounds, which is the stadium in which the Perpetuals play. Because it's not a game day, things are a little slow in the area. All right. So we all know the plan. Hank, you go meet whatever players you want. I'm going to meet all the players. Oh, great. Cool. I'll steal their cups. You put the poop in. Fuchs' arm is already into the poop bag up to the elbow. All right. Mm. Uh, maybe just cover up your arm when we go in there. Yeah, do you think he could be like subtle about it and not like have so much poop out right o- right out the bat? Oh, subtle. Understood. He wipes it off on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. Mm. All right. Act casual. Uh, they enter the pub doing what each of them thinks is acting casual. So for Hank, that means using his staff kind of like a walking stick, even though it's way too tall to be a walking stick, and trying to nonchalantly walk around the bar, tapping it against things. Uh, Finnick is walking in slow motion, uh, keeping his eye on the bartender intently. Fook walks in whistling a jaunty tune, which dies immediately when he sees the first woman in the place. And then he says, Evil woman! Are you the one who killed my entire village? So what you guys see when you walk into this place is a combination bar reception area where there are are rooms upstairs. You can see a staircase that leads up to what are probably the boarding house rooms. Much like if you were to walk into a hotel, there is a reception desk, but that reception desk is lined with stools and there are shelves full of booze and room keys behind it. You see... Uh, Spaces for about 12 room keys, and 10 of them are empty at the moment, so 10 of the rooms have been taken. Uh, Standing behind the bar is Beeston. He's got an apron on and also a bellhop's hat. You can tell he's in charge of both the hotel and bar aspect. And that woman that Fuchs screamed at was sitting at the piano and starts playing the song Evil Woman because she thinks she's just gotten a request. And she's going to uh, shake her little bowl full of coins at you as she starts to play. There are tables everywhere. Almost all of them are empty. 
because this is not a game day, uh, at one table, there are four old fat men who don't even look up when you come in. Fook draws his battle axe, taking her song choice as an admittance of guilt and begins to approach across the room. Uh, Fook, Fook, Fook. Wait, yeah, yes. no, don't, don't. Just hurt. a minute. Don't, this shouldn't no, take long. No, don't, don't hurt the nice lady. Uh, maybe maybe tip the lady. Yeah, just, just throw copper. And I'll tip her to the ground and then smash her skull. And, oh, I, I don't think she's evil she's, or a sorceress. She looks yeah. like a piano she player. She just admitted to it. She's just, she's just playing. The, the she's taunting us. That doesn't seem like what's happening. No. Uh, you hear a bell as you are seen brandishing an axe. Oh, I'm suddenly hungry. Looking to the bartender, he points at a no fighting sign, which has many dings, scrapes, and bloodstains on it. But there's a woman here who destroyed my entire village. Uh, hey, Fook. Dog bed. Ooh. Fook forgets what he was doing, drops his axe, heads for the dog bed. How come every bar has a dog bed? That doesn't seem like a normal thing a bar would have. Well, sure. Every bar has a dog. Where, where's the dog? I only seen Fook. I don't know. Ask the bartender. Hey, Mr. Beeston, do you have a dog in here? We don't anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the side. Way to go, Hank. Just this morning, he was run over by a passing carriage. Oh, did you keep any of the pieces? Not not cool, Fook. Hey, you want to you give my friend Fook like a, a pet? Give him a little scratch on, uh, under, the, under the chin like you will with your dog. He this won't mind. This is not that kind of boarding house. No, I'm just saying he'd probably, he'd probably like it. I'm not it. an animal. I'm no, a gnome. No, Very different things, even though you're a human and might not understand that. I'm just saying you're playful. You could probably have a little scratch. See, I'll give you a little scratch. Hank reaches forward and gives him a little scratch under the chin. Oh, that does feel good. See, I thought you'd like it. Hey, uh, Beeston, where are the players at? <laughs> Oh, all right. Oh, don't cry. We're trying to be subtle here. Oh, I just love that dog so much. Uh, well, hey, uh, maybe. Hank nudges Finnick. Hey, give him one of your mouse. Give him one of the mouse you got. I can't give him my mouse. You got a bunch of mouse last time. I just bought the mouse myself. Yeah, just be nice though. Give the guy a mouse. He seems sad. He needs a pet. Hey, Beeson, would you like a mouse? I'm not allowed to have mice. They're oh, vermin. That that makes sense for the house code. That Neither makes... are you. Uh, well, I don't have them on me. A mouse pops out from his shoulder and he shoves it back in. <laughs> Fook retrieves his battle axe and makes several valiant attempts to get on one of the stools. I'll, I'll be up a little bit, guy. It gives oh. a little bit, of, little bit of a boost. Yes, I'm a little heavier with the new armor. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'll give you a boost. Uh, Finnick... Uh, looks around the room to see anything that is not obvious. There's nothing too crazy about this place. It is pretty bare bones because on game days, it is absolutely packed at the gills and people are in and out to have beer. You can see that the floorboards are really well worn. It's got that kind of dusty feeling that an old bar has, but not in a dirty way. And you notice at the table, the four fat old men who are just sort of grimly, silently sipping at their mugs of ale. I'll have little hats beside them on the table. Hey, uh, Beeston, how are those uh, old fat fellas? That's not nice to call them fat fellas. Just call them old fellas. <laughs> He's right. The, the march of time just destroys our bodies and will leave us husks like uh, them. You don't need to warn me about the passage of time. Look at these knees. 
He leans way over the bar, looks down at Fook's knees. Which are fully armored. <laughs> and just a, one of his tears drops off and plunks onto the knee. Oh, that's going to rest. Those are the umpires for tomorrow's game. Oh. Should they be out in sunlight? Wait, what do you think of umpire? Oh, you think it's a vampire, don't <laughs> I you? I thought we could just leave that one. <laughs> no, I, it took me a minute, though. It took me a minute. Mm. I'm right, confused. But... <laughs> they, they, uh, they're here. They got nothing to do. They came a day early, and game's tomorrow. Hey, uh, where are the players? They're practicing. What do you think they do all day? I don't know. Drink? That's what they do at night. They have to get ready for the game. They're right. at the field. What time is it? Uh, it's about midday. It's it's like 12 bells. This is your lunch rush? It's an off day. Oh, my business is failing. Well, it, you have 10 rooms rented out. Well, the players live, some of them live here during the season. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got four of the umpires, and then the Fook crosses himself. The rest are players. <laughs> so they each have individual rooms. There's six players staying here. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you mind if we uh, rent a room? Why uh, are you saying it in that creepy, suspicious way? I'm not. I didn't think it was suspicious until just now. I can't mm. pick anything up. I'm being subtle. Uh, Finnick walks in slow motion uh, around the bar, keeping his eyes intently on Beeston. Why are you going behind the bar? No reason. <laughs> hey, employees only. Oh, sorry. Uh, can we rent a room, though? Yeah, that'll be... It's, uh, it's two silver a night for one. Uh, just a night. Fook, why don't you take the room? All right. This makes sense to me. I will take a room and be a customer of your establishment. And I will take the money and be the one who holds <laughs> custom. And I will be the man who pays for it. I Why am a kept man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't ask questions. I guess I'm here too. I... <laughs> Look, if you guys are making wood carvings, that's a whole thing I don't want any part of. Let us not talk of my wood. I'll, I'll be honest. I just came here. I thought I could maybe meet some of the players. Like, do you know if they're going to come out and play and have well, chats? Well, the ones who live here are going to be here in the evening. You, you think there's something that can encourage them to come down to the bar? Like, maybe we could play a board game night. We could we could, we could do some, like, karaoke. I I. I can't really play anything. I could like beat the table like a drum. You never played any sports, did you, growing up? I mean, I do like the occasion. But not, These would, are hard men. They didn't pick me for the I teams. could seduce them. That's a different type of hard. And, he's talking and about. women. Oh. Uh, Finnick pulls them both aside uh, into a corner where Beeston can't hear them. I don't understand the plan. Okay. <laughs> They're not here right now, but we still want to get poop in their things. So you go to the rooms. Because you could go upstairs with the key. Yes. And, and and put poop in their things. Wouldn't there be different keys to different rooms? <laughs> also, you just want to put poop in everyone's things? Like just if you just if you just came into a room and it's just covering poop, 
You just don't go into that room. Shall I just squeeze it through the keyholes and hope it sprays everywhere? This doesn't seem like a full <laughs> plan. We didn't think this all the way through. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, if, if, if we both go, I'll open the doors, you put the poop in the things, and then Hank, when they come, if we're not back yet, distract them by meeting them. But if we both go, they'll think we're together, and you made it very clear that that's over. I, but they don't know that. Okay. I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> Beaston is recording your name in the ledger. Are you guys going to give him a real name or a fake name? Hello, my name is Wook Fimbles. Sorry, could you repeat that? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, Wook Fimbles. Yes. And and I'm uh, Finnick Fleetfoot. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Finnick Fleetfoot. Fuck. It's hyphenated. <laughs> oh, you're married to a Mr. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or are you Mr. Fuck? Uh, no, no, I'm married to Mr. Fuck. We love each other very much, me and Mr. Fuck. <laughs> so he hands over the uh, the room key. You are in room 12. And you see that only room 11 is left hanging on the hook. Great. Hank, stay here. Oh, I got her. Oh, Agatha, long story short, you've got to help me murder a piano player. Mm. What? I'm going to go guard the nice lady. Just make sure no one kills the nice lady for a little bit. Sure, you go ahead on the nice lady. She's an evil woman. Is she? Yes. Hey, who are the guys in the corner? Oh, they're fat people. (laughs) (laughs) So Hank goes over to the piano player, and he's still going on his idea that if he does some karaoke, maybe he'll attract some of the players to talk to and asks her to play Barkeep Blitz and begins singing very loudly and very off-key. Ding, 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 There's uh, like a little girl in the back of the keeper. She's looking really mad. Seriously? Who and decided to bring this guy? The piano player Voice stopped playing. There's <laughs> a blitz. Uh, Finnick grabs Fook and goes for the stairs. What's going on, guys? What's, just, what's happening? Just keep beasting... Yeah, occupied in your way. I think Finnick and I are back together. You guys are together, okay. Uh, yeah. What? I fin- missed a lot, apparently. A whole romance between you two? So did I. Finnick pulls him upstairs, bouncing him on every step. Oh, it's fuck Wimbles. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Beeston's head hits the bar as he's just now bawling. <laughs> uh, so that's what you and Da have walked into. <laughs> <laughs> and the umpires do not react. Agata turns to Da and says, you know, I think I will buy you a drink. Oh, be ever so kind of you. Be ever so kind. Uh, barkeep, barkeep. Uh, he's climbing up onto one of the stools which he stands upon so he can be seen because... He's a man short in stature, even for his race. Barkeep, I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a yard of your finest ale. You have the ones in the big glass boots, do you? I so enjoy those. Beeston lifts his head, and they all broke, shattered like my dreams. It's gonna be one of those days, isn't it? Each day worse than the last. Can we get a drink? I'm sorry for your plight, but can we get a drink? 
Fine whiskey? Yes. So, Finnick, why are we going upstairs when everyone else is gone for the day? Because we're going to put poop in their things. Well, just having them sleep on something poopy might not do anything. But maybe it will. If you put it under, like, in the pillowcase, uh, in between the pillow and the pillowcase, why don't then we get into the kitchen? It'll through onto their eyes, and they'll all get pink eye. You could sneak into the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a better option. But we've already done this whole plan where I got this a room. plan makes no sense, Finnick. So you're on the second floor. You see uh, there's a hallway running through. Uh, there's three rooms on either side. That's rooms one through six. Listen, we'll go to the kitchen, put poop in the kitchen as well. Okay. After we order our food. But let's also do this just in case. Okay, I'll poop up some of these doorknobs. What? The doorknobs, because I have to touch them. Oh, yeah. That makes so much sense. I can be smart sometimes. Fug, you're a genius. Um, Ooh, I'm going to write that down. Well, um, oh, well, uh, well, I guess I don't have to do anything because, you know, we don't need to get in. So go for it. So if I'm just on the third letter, give me a moment. Okay. Why? <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, what are you doing? He's writing, writing. Fook, you're a genius. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you? Uh, Finnick takes his uh-huh. bag of pooping and just like... A? Puts the opening on the handle and just squeezes it, e? hoping that poop will come out and touch the handle. How do you spell genius? Uh, yeah, keep on trying. He does that to every single and? handle. And there's just like little... Why? Uh, a, a layer of poop juice on each of the handles. Yes. So there's a brown smear on each of the iron door Except for 11 and 12. So you've gone up to the third floor and are also doing this as well. Oh, yeah. All okay. over the place. Fook's still on the second floor, though. This is going to take you about 15 minutes of just smearing poop on door handles. Meanwhile, downstairs, Hank has gone over to the umpires. Hey, guys, I finished my turn at karaoke. Yeah, you guys want to sing? You guys want to join in the game? It's fun. So you look around this table. There's a fat elven man. There's a guy who's a half-orc. He is also... These guys are... are were once athletic, but then they've gotten older and their muscle has just turned, as men often do, who were once muscular. And then there's two humans as well. They look up. They move so slowly as though their gears are rusted. They sort of stare at you. Eight eyes. Looking as though you... Yeah, your direction as though you weren't even there. Hi. No, no they're just saying karaoke? Anyone? One of them uh, begins to stand up, and as he does, uh, he unflicks a white cane, and he begins to feel around and uses his hand to find your face, like patting around your body and then getting on your face. And, Ow. What, what are you doing? You're not a player. Uh, are the umpires literally blind? Visually impaired. That's fine with, like, the union or, like, who your employers are. It's encouraged. It's required. That does explain a lot. There's a lot you learn about the game when you listen. But what about all the fans? They're always yelling. Speak up. <laughs> I'm just saying the, cloud, the crowd, they're always yelling. So how do you hear what the players are doing when the crowd is yelling so loud? They tell us, don't worry. Who's they? Everyone. You like you just take you just go by the cheers? 
Well, we want people to like us. I'm liking you less right now, now that I'm hearing your strategy. Oh, who do you want to win? Uh, the Tudo Perpetuals, I guess. That's gonna be pretty tough. Well, I'm a nice guy. We could be friends. Friend? Yeah, let's be friends. Do you like stamps? Uh, I've used them before. I'm familiar. Would you like to come look at my stamp collection? Is it nearby? I don't, I really... don't know anymore. Okay. Hank just leans in and gives him a hug. That's what? Cut. Attacking! Attacking! No, no, it's not attacking. I'm just giving you a hug. Are you not familiar with a hug? Oh, no one has touched me in 12 years. Hank backs away very slowly. Where have you gone? He doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> He's fling he sort of slices the air with his cane. Oh, it happened again, boys. So tell me, what were you saying? And he s sat back down and no one says a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hank, you decided it was a good idea to attack the old man. I was giving him a hug. Clearly, that's not how he saw it. I, look, I'll just... Do you want a hug? It's not an attack. It doesn't hurt. No, I, I I'll think... show you. I'll show no, you real quick. No, it doesn't no, hurt. No, it doesn't I don't hurt need all. you to attack me. Hank gives her a hug. <laughs> Gata stands there awkwardly. Are we done yet? Can we be done now, please? Uh, no, just you gotta wait out. You'll know. I think I know. And there it is. You feel that? That's when the moment's over. Okay. I feel... I Gata turns to her drink, shaking her head. Idiots. Just idiots. I, I feel like you probably don't have a very close family, maybe. You don't hug, you don't hug in your house. Well, Huggings I, are important to building a community. I certainly don't force hugs on people. I think that's called physical and sexual assault. If they need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think, uh, I think there's, there's been a big misunderstanding between the two of you. Uh, Agatha, you've misunderstood that this guy's a creep. And creepo... You've misunderstood that you're a creep. No, it's just, I was, I was trying to be supportive. I'm sorry. Finnick comes downstairs uh, with Fook trailing him, still etching something into his field. Finnick, I never thought I'd be this happy to see you. Well, I'll take that as flirting. Uh, why do you look so awkward? And Hank, why do you... No, never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, the door opens, and you hear the little bell going off, and a small boy of about five or six years old runs in, runs right up to Mr. Beeston, hops up on one of the stools, and says, I'm here, I'm here, I gotta I got bring him over now, gotta bring him over now, gotta bring him over now, ha, ha, I'm here, I'm here, ha, I gotta bring him over now, gotta bring him over now. And Beeston, with barely even looking at him, reaches under behind the bar, and has a big wooden barrel bucket almost as tall as this little kid that has like a metal uh metal <clears throat> cup on a ring on the side and hands it over all right take it over fuchs slaps the bag of holding into Phoenix's hand and says follow that child uh uh yes what are you taking over? Wait, do you not understand the, the plan? The plan has just suddenly changed. Are you still not on? Contaminate it. What are you taking over? 
Oh, it's it's for, it's for the players. It's for the players. It's there. It's their mail break. It's their liquid lunch. Ha, ha, it, I don't get it. Would you like some help? We can help you carry that over. No, it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. I'm going to be a player. I'm going to be a player. I'm going to drink the, drink the uh, adult Shut juice. Shut up, small child. Oh, they all say that. Uh, but, uh, Fook, I don't actually want to touch it. Like, I was okay with squeezing it onto doorknobs. Well, but now you're going to be squeezing it into a bucket, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He, the boy has now is sort of very daintily coming down off the uh, stool and trying ma- making sure that he doesn't tip over the bucket, even though it's got a lid. He's being very careful with it. Hey, little boy, um, you're going to meet the players, right? With that bucket? Yeah, yeah, I bring, I bring it to them. They, oh, okay. They have the break. Finnick here would like to meet the players. Can he come with you? Oh, yeah, big fan. Oh, you'll have to talk to Punch. P- punch? Punch! Who's Punch? Do you think we could all go and meet the players? Seeing these guys involved in a conversation with this kid, Fook is going to wander forward with his poopy hand and try and subtly put it into the bucket momentarily. Ah! Ah! Stranger! Ah! Stranger! Stranger! Ah! No touch! No touch! Fook Bad touch! trips, landing flat on his face with his new shiny plate mail armor clanging heavily with his poopy hand extended towards the bucket. Uh, Finnick grabs the boy with the bucket and pulls him away and says... Fook, how dare you? Uh, and as he's doing this... Uh, I'm sorry, I was just reaching for the boy. Filches a little bit of the poop from the bag into the bucket. Uh, Finnick is able to uh, get a little bit of the poop juice, not into the bucket, uh, but it does hit that metal cup. Now, you remember that, and don't touch any more, little boys. <laughs> he puts I'm the... sorry, where I come from, you patch little boys. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, freezing! Oh, oh no. Uh, Finnick puts down the boy and says, now go along, pats him on the back of the head. See? You don't meet the players? Oh, oh I, do, players? I do, I do. We'd love to you meet the players. Punch, you, you said we had to talk to Bunch. Where do we find this punch? Oh, come with me. Come with me, everybody. Leave the train. Follow the boy. Sing the song. <laughs> I'm not singing a song. <laughs> what is the What is the song? Perps, no. perps, perps for life. Perps, perps, perps for life. I wrote it. Perps for life. Wait, so perpetrators for life? Perpetual. They're my favorite team. I'm going to be a perpetual someday. My dad says when I'm old enough, he'll throw me. Shut up, you little boy. That's also what my dad says. Thankfully, it's just across the street to the (laughs) Tabor Hill grounds, which is a rather beautiful wooden structure. It's got uh, cupolas on either side of its grand facade. It's got two uh, tiers of seating around the sort of U-shaped grandstand. How did we not notice this on the way in? Well, we knew that the stadium was across from it, yeah. Oh, I must have been looking at something else. Yes, you were probably looking at your new shiny armor. Ooh. Ooh, yes, look at your shield. Where did I get this? You went shopping. You bought... Oh, whatever. You bought it. Good, good. Good. Uh, There is sort of... There are three uh, little... There's a little turret in the middle right above the main entrance. And the boy leads you up to the main... To that little gate, which is locked. But there's a door just to the side that he knocks on. Huh? I'm back. I'm back, punch, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, punch, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, punch, punch Quiet, back. little boy. Yeah, you said it too, didn't you? And you see, leaning out of the window in the turret directly above you, is a grizzled dwarven man with a big cigar hanging out of his mouth. You must be punch. Yeah, that's me. Who wants to know? Judy does. Uh, high, high five? No, no, no. Okay. no. I'd punch you from here if I could for that one. No, we were sent uh, We were sent with the food to come and see and maybe meet the players. Thought that might be okay with you. 
Who are you? Why are you? You're not here to kill anybody, are you? No, we're friends of uh, Beastly. Be- Beeston. Beeston? Be- Beeston. You're not, you're not selling your argument when you forget the guy's name. No. Yes, we have a thing for players. We like them. Uh, my, my name's Hank. I, I like the sport of my handball. I used to play in a little rec league. And he I recently just, lost his son. I, I didn't lose him. He well, just, you never get to see him again. No, this, that was not my son. That was just Finnick in a costume. No, are you a season ticket holder? Yes. Y- I mean, I, I go to a lot of games. I just can't afford the whole season. But I go a lot. And I just want to meet some of the players, get some tips, maybe some feedback. Why don't you come up here? We'll see if we can get you into a more lucrative package. Oh, yeah, no, I'll give it a shot. Oh, God, stairs. They're going to upsell us. So the door opens as though he's obviously got some mechanism up in his office to open it. And you see a uh, circular stair, like a, a castle staircase, a spiral castle staircase going up. Fook sighs heavily. That's an Fook. Ugh. Old knees and lots of stairs. You he can starts do it. trudging up. Hey, you want me to do you a favor, maybe? Fook, you want me to do you a little favor? What, you gonna attack him? Oh no, we've done this before. Finnick climbs on top of Fook's uh, shoulders. Step one, hop. Step two, Fook hop. continues a little slower Step three, yet. Hop. Hank. Step four, hop. Hank casts Tensor's floating disc to create a little floating metal disc that just floats about a foot off the ground. You guys could just ride my little magic disc. Ah, uh, we got this. Step five, hop. Step six, hop. There better be a cookie at the end of this. <laughs> you got little tiny legs. This will be so much easier. I could help you out. Step seven, hop. Damn human stairs. No, but I'm, I'm a human. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to get you away up the stairs. Stop taunting us with your magic. I'm Step just eight, saying. Hop. Step nine. Hank hop. tries to gingerly guide the magic disc under their feet. Ah, ah. Fook trips, falls down several stairs. <laughs> Uh, Finnick obviously is flung to the bottom. <laughs> I'm trying to help. When are you going to take Why the Why would hint? you do this to me? <laughs> Why? I'm an old man. Hank, when people say no. <laughs> I, I just... uh, why did it take you so long? <laughs> <laughs> I'm small. <laughs> I fall slower. <laughs> After many trials and tribulations, but also <laughs> moments where you come together and learn valuable lessons about... <laughs> Who you are, and teamwork, and perseverance. <laughs> you reach the top of this <laughs> two-story tall <laughs> staircase and see the wooden door, which says Punch and Lorch Manager. So are we meeting Punch and Lorch, or are we meeting the players? Step one, we have to meet Punch and Lorch to get to meet the players. I thought yes. we just met him. He's our gateway. We've got to give a good first impression. All right. We got to talk to the man. All right. Well, Hank, stay out of here. I'm, I'm what? But well, I know the most about Mage Handball. Don't mm. worry. We can fake it. She would just Cut thought that. The other day, she just said you had to throw a ball. There's no balls to throw. Fine. Come in here, but don't knock down the old man anymore. Hank dispels his disc. Are you coming in? What? The whole team enters the room. As soon as you open the door and take a step in, a net falls from the ceiling, and this dwarf jumps up on his desk and pulls a short bow and has knocked an arrow and is holding it. Everyone but Agata is caught in this net and is restrained, and he's pointing his bow at Agata. All right, who sent you to kill me? 
Nobody sent us to kill. What are you doing? We came to meet the players and talk to you. What are you doing? Yeah, no Ca one comes to meet players wearing that kind of armor or holding those kind of knives. Getting bolt. Getting bolt. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> shoot your magic at the manager. Don't shoot your magic at the manager. My, way my hands are up. My hands are up. Look, look your hands are tied in the, in the net. That, so, but they're look, up as high in the look, net as I can, can get them. Put the, I swear to God. We're not here to kill you. We were out. We were adventuring. We stopped for a drink. We heard about the game. We wanted to meet the players. We just happened to be wearing the same thing we were wearing for the other thing. Finnick is slowly slicing his way out of the uh, net with his dagger of ninja vanish. Can you put the bow down? We're not here. Do you have a drink? We can have a drink. Yeah, you want to drink my stuff and then you want to kill me. My name I is can Fuku buy you a drink. Hey, send the boy back to the thing we'll to come back with a drink he's not gonna lower his bow but he's a you can tell that he's uh he's not quite aiming as intently at you okay. it's like okay little boy little boy i gotta keep talking i'm huh? a gnome not you little boy she turns to the little boy oh. Oh. can you put the soup down go back to the to the to the bar and buy a drink here's some money go buy us a nice big bottle of whiskey and bring it back we're gonna share a drink with this man oh i got to carry a glass i got to carry a glass it's a great day and he runs back down the stairs. That poor little boy is going to drop the glass. He's going to hurt himself. Fook rips his way out of the net, uh, climbs creakily to his feet and says, I am not here to kill you because you are not a woman. An evil woman. Not just women in general. Just to be clear. Mm, who is just talking about creeping? I was just thinking that everybody is turning against women right now. <laughs> no, I like women. Okay. I was married to a woman. You're just looking for one specific woman. One specific evil woman. Yeah. See, clearly, she turns to Punch, you're not that woman. So we're good, and I'm buying you drinks. Unless you were a, a woman boy. at some no. point. Don't attack Wait, okay. the man. Don't attack Sorry. Okay. I broke your net. This day here just doesn't get better. What's, what's wrong with your day? I finally have a chance. My one chance in years and decades being the manager of this bum team to do something. And I got these bum players, and we're up against the maimers. Maybe you should get players who have homes. I'm not sure that's what he meant. I think he meant crappy, bad players. Well, use your words. Hey, uh, why don't you watch this? Fennec, uh runs around the room with his slippers of spider climbing uh, up and around, and, uh, and lands back in the same place, and goes, ta-da. Are you auditioning? You guys seen a lot of action. Yes, we've seen a lot of action. With men, women, other uh, species. He I, didn't I, mean I, sex. He meant, you know. Use your words. I, I don't want to brag, but uh, my rec team came in second place last year in the utility mage league. We don't want to hear about your erection. That, that's not what I said. Okay. Wait, you played for the erections? Well, yeah, it actually was the name of the team was the erections. Yeah, we, so we called ourselves the erections. It was like an in-joke. It was like a thing we did. Because you're contractors, right? Yeah, well, we're independent contracts, yeah. I don't get it. We build stuff, too. We it was like, low-hanging fruit. We were like, we erect no, buildings. No, I'm old. I know how that building. works. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was funny. But you guys you said you're adventurers. You, you yeah. fight things, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a contractor, but... I'm a knight of this realm or some other similar one. So you've uh, ever fought any orcs? Uh, Not we... half-orcs. Full blood. Probably. Yes. Foaming at the mouth. Let me check if I have some bits in my bag. Uh, what about like Ettons and Kobolds? We've done our share. Let's yeah. just put it that way. We've done our share. I know that doesn't, it doesn't look at it from the way we're behaving right now, but we've done our share. Does this ear look orcish? 
no, I believe that's a cobalt ear. No, uh, that's a human ear. Oh, sorry. That's disgusting. You got you got a lot of bipods in that bag. I'm not commenting on how you dress yourself. That's rude, gentlemen. Oh, if I had a bunch of hard stone cold killers like you, oh, we might even have a chance. Uh, well, we are willing to make that happen. Why are they so cold? That doesn't seem good. That's just a figure of expression. God damn it! Use your words. <laughs> Look, I, 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 whoa! I did not want to insinuate that I wanted you to kill anybody. I, I have done. This is whoa! Is this? Are you cops? No, we're are not. Are you cops? I'm not going back. No, we're not cops, and we're definitely not sending you back anywhere. Mm. I would not, never pay anyone to kill another person for money. We're not killers. We're I'm, not killers. We're carrying on the good name of Moldar. No, no. Uh, however, yeah. if you just leave money out and insinuate that, oh, perhaps there was someone that I uh, like that dead. drops illegal too. I know my rights. All right. Is that boy back with the drinks yet? Because you hear that uh, from the bone. Can we? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's coming up the stairs. Oh. Fook closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, the door's closed. <laughs> it seems to be locked. <laughs> that mousy little gentleman feels like a trademark val- problem. Okay. Get more and more every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our drinks. It's going to be hard for you to drink with a bow in your hand. You want to put that down, maybe? All right, all right. Maybe we can, maybe we can, maybe we can talk. I've got a, I've got, I've got a problem, which is that I'm getting to the end of the road. And I've never made the playoffs. That's a metaphor, Fook. Okay. End of the road. You uh, dwarf, that puts you around, what, 250? I've been managing this team for 72 of those years. Wow. I'm 229. He's got a good 21 left on him. Okay. Look, I'm not going to manage it the day I die. I mean, All right. I've got an RRSP. What is it, the diabetes? The diabetes, it's been acting up. There's, there's a, Wait, there's, what'd you say? There's troll foot, there's... The diabetes has been acting up. Oh, no, that's not what he said, though. What did you say? The diabetes? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Just wanted to make sure. What, you're making fun of my, my homespun word usage? Nope. <laughs> I've been managing this team for 72 years, and we've never gotten above sixth place. So you're not good at it? Well, it's almost like we're cursed. We can get to the point where we finally got a team where people are getting better, and then somebody loses a hand. So you want us to lose their hands. Do not know how this league works. If you lose a hand, you're stuck on the team to the end. But if you're sick for some reason, because I think because one of the original commissioners had a bum tum, you can set out a game and you can be recast. Yeah. Wait, you've just met us and you're asking us to sicken your players? No. No, I would never ask such a thing. That would be illegal. It would be illegal to ask somebody to sicken a player well, for the one chance in his life to finally make his mark and succeed at something. Well, what I suggest is maybe perhaps you have a drink, turn around and turn your back to us, and maybe we can help you out with your problem a little bit. Have some soup. Uh, not, not him, no. Not to him. The players. That's not soup, that's beer. We just tell the kid it's adult juice. I have some adult juice. No, not him. The players are... Good, because that sounds dirty. Yes, it does. Mm. It's juice for a... We don't want the kid um, to get yeah. drunk. Look, kinda... do you Stop want us to help it? you out or not? Do you have a second cup? Because you should only use this cup for four you players. You can't do anything permanent, you know? You can't do anything permanent. Oh, no, nothing, nothing permanent. Nothing permanent. Temporarily... No. They'll be fine. Like for a day, they'll be... Like maybe two, three days, max. Dysentery. 
come back for the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, oh, do you want them there back. for the playoffs, though? No, I want you guys here. Yeah. You, you've liked us almost immediately. That's rare. I mean, maybe the thing that's different is that I'm here this time. And once again, I have a very trusting who face. Who are you? Yes, My name you is Hank. You haven't talked once at all. No, I was just there. I was giving him eyes the whole time. You this see guy me? was on the erection. I saw this guy yeah, last Yeah, do you year. see the what eyes I gave you? Oh, yeah, the erection. Yeah. No, they I, won I, all city. Yeah, we did, we did pretty good. We, we play the game and we hit the balls and we, we don't throw them because that's not how you play. And then we win the games. Don't at some point you have a tragic backstory about how once you could have been a great player, but then you got injured, or at some point you failed and disappointed your father and that's haunted you forever? Anyone no, want to play was, cards? No, that was Phil. That was Phil had that. <sighs> I didn't have the tragic backstory. I actually had a pretty good home. I'm suddenly incredibly less confident in this plan. Oh. I thought you were somebody else. Uh, no. he's, he's better than that guy. Yeah, no, we, we played together. We trained together. We're both as good. Yes. You're not the guy who sat on a bench the whole time, are you? No, I definitely got up a couple of times, stretched my legs. That was pretty good. Actually. I think that's one of the funniest jokes you've made. <laughs> but either way, you've got three killers ready to play. There are four of us. Yeah, I didn't kill nobody, though. I just played good. Hence, three killers ready to play. Right, there well. are four of us. You, you might kill three some people. You have a lot of body killers. parts. You know, you got the brain for sports, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. All right, well, the guys are uh, they're having their midday break. They'll be in the clubhouse. Oh, man, this, the number of people who've gone down in that clubhouse. It's like, I got to get that floor redone. Fook is just pouring his bag into the beer at the moment. Oh, uh. Fook, not too much. It can't smell too bad. Oh, okay, well, done. Also, we don't want to make the whole team sick. It'll just be us four on the team. On this, how many people are on our team? So I'll do this thing. Well, we'll let the four people drink it, and then I'll just like, oops, I knock it over. Whoops, Th- that all, sounds good. Yeah, it's all wasted. Wait, wait, how are you gonna do that? Just whoops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Can roll you say to that? whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Hank is making a little like pushing motion as he shows what a whoops looks like. Can you clarify that for me one more time? I just watch out as I do it. Okay, see how see my body? Yes. A whoops. Good thighs. One more yeah, time. Whoop. A whoops. That's how it goes. Yeah. I'm so just picturing him with a grass How many people right are now. on a team, just to clarify? But you, you know how Mage Handball is played, Oh, right? yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, do. of course. We yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you I'm know. used to the foreign rules. Yeah. But it's not no, none of that five-on-five five nonsense. This is four-on-four. Four I mean. four on, yeah. This is four-on-four. Four. Yeah, we got the... Well, then we don't need anyone There's else. eight players, so like four on the field, four on the bench. Oh. Yeah, no, the bench is still an integral part of the team. Still very important. I mean, the worst guys play on the bench. I mean, they do they even play? Would you use the word play? Not in an important game. No. So, little boy, take us to the players then. Oh, come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. carry the adult juice. Ricky, bring that whiskey into me. Yes, leave that whiskey. It's on us. Oh, thanks, Punch. Oh, thanks. Uh, oh, I've never been allowed this far in without being hit before. <laughs> he put jumps. Like makes three hops to try to get high enough to put the bottle of whiskey on the big desk and does manages it sort of wobbles but then it went settles like oh 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 I I did it oh oh I carried a glass I carried a glass I carried a glass oh dad'll be so proud of me other people's children are insufferable yeah no mine are great though all right Ricky take these guys to the clubhouse were past tense no they're still alive I just don't see them that much because you guys made me a criminal so they're dead to you no I still love them Finnick hops on Fook's shoulders. One, two, 
Three. I don't even have to count. This is great. Four. Five. And after yet another agonizingly difficult but ultimately spiritual, re- spiritually rewarding venture down the stairs, you come, uh, you're taken through the gates and you get a glimpse of the field. It is a brilliant green. The grass is lush. The field is wide. It is a very large. It's almost like walking into the most well-manicured park. You see the four stations of the bases lined up in a row. There's about 3,500 seats and also grass embankments for people to sit on. And you just have a sense of peace, but also imagine what this place is like full. It would be the biggest crowd you'd ever seen in one place. I want to do a thing real quick. Yeah. Hank runs the bases. Just like, I'm winning the bases. I'm like, I'm winning. He's a bit embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he runs in that straight line from uh, the home from the home to, through the three stations. Uh, they're each about 35 feet apart. And I mean, like he once he gets to the, the final one and he's he's safe and the ball is in hand and he's just scored a run and there's that sense of elation that he's gotten from that he's never been able to do in an actual game. Oh, guys, over. Gotta go to the go to the clubhouse. Go to the clubhouse. Follow me to the clubhouse. There's a door into like there's a little club, a little hut built at the outside of the field. Uh, inside on the just on the inside of the fence, this uh, there's two doors. One says home. One says visitors. And he brings you into the home clubhouse of the Tabor Hill grounds. Inside are the Tudo Perpetuals themselves. Oh, hey, fellas. Good news. We brought you a bucket of ejaculate. No, it's, it's drink. It's what? just beer. It's just oh, juice. Oh. Beer. Sorry, I Whatever. forgot the name. Hi. Hey, guys. Mm, there are eight of the sallowest, weakest, most spiritually defeated people you've ever seen. Uh, they are sitting on little s- small short stools in front of their little cubbies that have their names above it. Uh, there's... Tug McGraw, who's a hill, female hill dwarf, uh, Three Finger Brown, the tiefling man, uh, Snuffy Sternweiss, the male half elf, Phenomenon Smith, the female gnome, Mudcat Portion, the female wood elf, Dizzy Trout, the male high elf, who's the tallest player on the team. There's Fat Hobbit, the human, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cap Honus. The woman who is the captain of the team, uh, who is uh, just a halfling. Thank you all for wearing name tags. Oh, Cap Honus. How's it going? It's looking pretty sallow. You're speaking to a woman who is drenched in sweat, has been just spent the morning practicing out on the field. She's hunched over, sort of looks up at you. No autographs. We're big fans of your sports thing. You bring the beer, Ricky? Sorry, adult juice, guys. <laughs> That's the word. And about half of them spit out their uh, chew tobacco into their spittoons. And half of those people miss the spittoon and just hit the ground. Uh, the only thing that's ever that seems to bring any interest to them since you came in, because they barely regard you people, is that Ricky saunters in with that wooden bucket that's about as high as he is and plops it in the ground and they each they all sort of stand up now and walk over with Caponis about to take that first dip of the dip of the drink. 
Delicious, delicious juice. Hey, mm. before you take a drink, Cap, I got I got some questions. Because you you're, you're the captain of the team and you're probably like the best player and stuff. Oh. And so maybe I want to talk to you and get some tips and stuff. When the word best player, uh, Dizzy Trout, the high elf, just sort of snorts. I like. I mean, I don't want to pick favorites, but just captain. You know, it's an important position. I want. Uh, I sure. Why don't you talk to us while everyone else gets a drink yeah, of uh, adult juice? Fat Hobbit <laughs> just sort of waddles over. Uh, it's a it's a misnomer because it's very skinny and quite tall for a human. So Fat Hobbit takes a big cupful. Uh, Snuffy Sternweiss, the half elf, takes a takes a big drink and. Ah, sort of smiles. Tasty. Little little nutty. Is that a nut brown? Mm, it's a new one. And it's very brown. Well, are you the new trainer? Says Snuffy Sternweiss as Agata starts looking over everybody. Uh, Something like that. I'm, I'm here to check you guys out. Oh, Punch never spends any money on taking care of us. Uh, Agata, with her medical training, is able to pick up imperceptibly on how people are reacting to this brew. Uh, so you guys so far have seen that fat Hobbit, Tug McGraw, Mudcat portion are not doing so well, whereas Three Finger Brown, Snuffy Sternweiss are okay. We come up to Dizzy Trout, the regal high elf, throws up immediately back into the, uh, the wooden bucket. Elves are more used to wine, I guess. Oops. Hank kicks over the bucket. I thought, I thought it was whoops. Whatever. Don't judge me. There's I'm now, not going to... I mean, I didn't. I did it by accident. I knocked over the bucket. Whoops. There is now a foamy, beery pile of vomit on the floor. And Ricky is looking on, seeing that half the team are now in the throes of some violent illness. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's happening again. Oh, it's happening. Oh, this is just like, just like my sister. No, no, and runs off screaming. Ah, ah, not again, not again, don't tell dad, he'll kill me. And he's sort of running in circles, and you see, you can see through the door that he's run out onto the field and he's screaming and like runs into one of the walls and falls down and is not <laughs> getting back up. Panic <laughs> leans over to Cap. Uh, what happened to his sister? Fook closes the curtain. She, uh, she used to play on the team last year. She died. Oh. Well, this is a bright and cheery place. Mm-hmm. But it had nothing to do with him, but his father told him it was because he didn't love hard enough. <laughs> this has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Starring. Oliver Giorgio as Finnick the Rogue, Joanna Houghton as Agatha the Cleric, Scott Thrower as Fook the Paladin, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. Audio recording by Andrea Miller, theme by Derek Baldwin, edited by Maddox Campbell, created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell, opening and credits read by Ralph McLeod. Caverns and Comedians is a Kicks and Giggles production. More information can be found at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com slash cavernsandcomedians or on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and review it. Your support will help us make more episodes. 
Thanks for listening.